Welcome to First World Problems, the podcast, episode number 17. We're sitting here on a beautiful, sunny afternoon here in Southern California with uh, the co-hosts, Scott. Hello. Arnold. Hi. And uh, Joey, comma Cahill. That doesn't make sense. I know, it's true. What's your, you, you want to throw out your middle name? Well, it's Thomas, but Joey, comma Cahill would be. Would, <laughs> that would be Cahill name. is your first name. Yeah. I know, I'm sorry. And then our special guest, Alex, I have literally never pronounced your last name. Varkatsas. Varkatsas. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Varkatsas. Spill it. V-A-R-K-A-T-Z as in zoo, A-S as in Sam. Country of origin? Uh, Greece. Interesting. (laughs) Country of origin. But you weren't born in Greece, right? Uh, No, no. My dad was. Yeah, yeah. Dad was a... Yeah. So you are you are forced to like Greek food, I presume. Um, yeah, I, I do actually enjoy it though. It's it's good. It's pretty healthy anyway. So I, like I, I don't mind it. I do like olives. I do like <laughs> olives, and I don't eat much cheese these days. But what you know, I can I like feta cheese and the, and more obscure Greek che- Greek cheeses that most people haven't aren't experienced with. But sure, you know, like do you enjoy Full House? Uh, Jesse Jesse Gonzalez was. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Uncle Jesse's really he's a dark spot for my people. <laughs> he's a t- well, li- literally. I mean, but. <laughs> Uncle Jesse was... No, he's well, one of mine. Well, in the first season, his last name was Cochran. But season two, he became became Consopolis. Yeah, I think Stamos famous. is like part Greek. I don't think he's even full. I could be wrong. I don't want to call anybody out on their Greekness. Then you'll get a letter from... The, we, I mean, Stamos is well. a listener. So, so yeah. yeah, I'm sure he's, he's listening right... The, the, well, not now, but... When yeah, when, out, when the episode gets published. He's actually sitting in the, in the garage. <laughs> he comes out, what he's the a big fan. fuck? <laughs> Do you have family there? Uh, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my dad's side of the family is still there. My grandparents have passed away, but I have an uncle and a cousin and, uh, that whole thing. Cause isn't Greece imploding? Yeah, it's not doing the best. It's not doing <laughs> Could the be best. Doing better. But I mean, you know, it's, we survive a lot, so. Yeah. That's right. You, Greece has been through a lot. We're kind of like the cockroaches of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> but, in, you know, more grand. We had our grand day and now we're kind of. Right. You know, evolving. Well, every country needs to take like a backseat for a moment. Yeah. Well, then they're just taking the past few decades off, <laughs> you know, they're just hanging out, dude. I mean, after giving the you know, modern world language and art, yeah. you, need re- you need to rest. You need the Olympics. You need to rest. Right. Democracy. Yeah, that's a, yeah. They're, they're, they're tired just thinking about it. So Ooh. I can't even imagine. I need a civil water. But Alex uh, is the lead vocalist for uh, the band called Atreyu and um, guilty other yes guilty as charged and other various musical projects that you've been been involved with that you're currently involved with. Uh, yes, yes, sir. And so thank you very much for coming over and hanging out with us nerds on a microphone. Hey, thank you for having me. Because after all, you are a nerd in a microphone. Yeah, I'm pretty much. Yes, pretty exactly. Much with just a few too. more tattoos than other people. Guilty, <laughs> guilty. <laughs> So a little, uh, little housekeeping first and foremost. There's two things. One, you need to subscribe to our podcast. We have such varied episode by episode listens that you guys need to stop fucking up and just, just subscribe to our show because that way you're going to get every single show piped right to you. and uh, It's free. It, yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't you? That, that's what I say. You'll get things like uh, Anthony Weiner nudes before other people get some. <laughs> there will be a lot of exclusive things coming your direction. You want to see Scott's balls? Right. <laughs> send them to you right now. No problem. <laughs> you won't bitch about it on the internet and lie, hold a press conference. Exactly. At Scott Arnold. Just just follow that and you'll be able to get some... Lots of balls. Yeah, a lot of ball talk. <laughs> Randy ball tweet. <laughs> so yeah, subscribe. There's literally no reason that you don't need to... <laughs> Sorry. Your balls out of Twitter. <laughs> 
<laughs> Your ball should have a Twitter. <laughs> they should tweet things throughout the day. That'd be good. But but Pretty not sweaty down here. But never. Yeah, they should speak as as balls. Right. Yeah, like at Scott. Talk about your at balls. Scott's <laughs> balls. Right. Scott thinks it's hot in here. Someone should open up his drawers. Tell me about your balls. Uh, so far, so good right now. <laughs> good, you're doing good. So far, so good. Well, that's good. I'm really glad. That's that. an interesting start. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. No, that's perfect. Dick and fart jokes is kind of my forte. <laughs> That was perfect, though. I just like it because you heard the laugh, like, in the background. <laughs> wait, and then you, wait, wait, Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Got to talk about this immediately. It just came to my mind. I'm sorry. Sub- subscribe to the podcast. Yes, exactly. And if there's literally no reason other than the fact that, like Alex said, you get exclusive ball content. Yeah. Um, and you should also visit our website, fwppodcast.com, because uh, we're going to do some cool stuff there, like post show Can't notes. Can't wait to hear what we're going to do. I know. Post show notes. Raffles. Raffles, possibly ball Not talk. Ball raffles. Yeah, yeah. Raffles about ball talk. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, check that out because uh, people have spoken to us about not having iTunes, which I really don't understand why you yeah. wouldn't. Right, it's 2011 <laughs> in this day and age. ITunes. Come on, I know. Come on, Grandma. <laughs> but there are people that just like to stream it, and we host the shows on the website so you can check it out that way if you don't want to download it and live in the 22nd century yeah. hi eugene right. <laughs> that, yeah you, yeah eugene time, time and color yes who is that eugene he's a good dude what's up eugene yeah what's up eugene i don't know i don't know you <laughs> miss you bro yeah <laughs> Um, so with that we'll go ahead and move on to our, our oh i like that that was a good one right that was very good our, uh, our quick hit section, which is, uh, I would say, setting the world on fire. Uh, people are talking about it constantly. I think we should just probably do this for an hour. I heard about it on C-SPAN the other day. <laughs> you or, watch C-SPAN? Yeah, and CNN, all, all of them, all at the same time. <laughs> wow. I, I, I must have missed that. It was a good episode. Though. Ray, I would like you to go first. You want to, you want to throw me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend. this. It's a website that's existed for a long time, but I just recently started to delve into its archives. Uh, the smoking gun. It's just like it's kind of a, I would say gossip. I've heard of it. Yeah, uh, refresh me a little here. I know you're gonna, but you know, yeah, yeah, that's my lead in. No, I, I feel like that. it's like you've done this before. Yeah, I know. I know. Good. Um, so basically, what they do? I mean, it's just a lot of like mug shots of Hollywood celebrities, like stuff that I don't know doesn't in- excite me that much. But they post bands' writers. That's the best part. Which, oh, <laughs> and like, and not, I mean, for a tr- second there, my mind just, I was like, no one cares. Right. No one cares what a tree's right. Like, <laughs> no. Two cases I, of water, two cases of beer. Yeah. But which I'm going to ask you as soon as I'm done explaining <laughs> oh, yeah, this, ahead. but it, cause people that, I mean, this is like, you know, YouTube blink one, eighty two, like whatever you can name a band yeah. and you'll probably find a writer of theirs. That's and it's awesome. It's so funny because it's like, I mean, they ask for stuff that you're just like, seriously, it's like, Green M and M type stuff, but like times ten, where it's like. But artists have needs. You guys I, don't understand. I know. I heard I'm, some. God, it was on another podcast. <laughs> just don't get it. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> this was on another podcast. I don't remember which one, but oh, it's not such years. Let's just say it was another one of yours. It was in a podcast of ours. We had a great guest who I think had something <laughs> to do four, with six. like Aerosmith or something. But uh, they were talking about the Green M and M thing, and the whole reason behind it is to make sure. Well, they were, they were saying I don't know if they were just or if they were just really assholes, but it's. To make sure that the they're you know, paying attention. This yeah, American re- life. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that they read the writing. That's actually right. like all like the for like the the stage and that's like what they call the canary in the coal mine. Yeah, where it's really. like basically if you notice that that is not there, then the show will be terrible. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll did this one time. We asked for uh, 37 Fiji apples, and they gave us 38 Granny Smith apples. Those motherfuckers. I, I left. <laughs> I'm playing to those standards. <laughs> it's bullshit. I, I would storm out as well. Dude, I want a Fiji apple. I want a freaking Granny Smith. Right. That's terrible. It's almost apples and oranges. Right. Whew. God, you're just witty. I don't know how that came together. No, that was right perfect. There, that was perfect. Worked. But yeah, so that, that website features, if you just want the like, are great. hours of entertainment where you can see like... Smoking Gun? Yeah, the smokinggun.com. Bill Cosby has a writer up there. Really? And he, yeah, he talks about, because for a few years in the, like 2004, 2005, he had like a sex scandal. And yeah, he... Didn't he have a kid? Yeah, there's, uh, I mean, yeah, there's, but, there's a lot of talk. But yeah, I, I don't want to... Rudy, Theo. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to disparage Mr. Other Mr. Cosby because... <laughs> yes, because he's absolutely incredible. But so during those years when he'd play in towns that the controversy was at its highest, like, like fresh condoms, but no. <laughs> he would actually like Boston. That was a city. And he would say in his rider, do not advertise my show in like the local papers. Cause he doesn't want people showing up to like present him with papers and shit like that. Which I was like, <laughs> wow. And there was like three or four cities listed where it's like, I don't want to have like my kid show up and, you know, like, ah. I'm like, holy shit. Like that's some serious stuff. I don't want to take writing. responsibility yeah, for what I did. Right. Scumball. Yeah. So, uh, for, but, good for him. America needs more dads like that. It's true. Yeah. Just bail out. You know, I've Claire knew. Right. If Claire only knew. <laughs> if Claire, she would have left that son of a bitch. But yeah, so that's, there's just a bunch of fun stuff that that's on the more serious side, but then they have like raging against the machine demanding like, uh, freedom. Rid- <laughs> <laughs> Just the first thing in bold. <laughs> freedom. In red. They, yeah, that's literally the only thing on their rider, freedom. But yeah, the, in in juxtaposition to freedom, they have like, you know, very high-priced alcohol and oh, that, stuff that they're just... That kind of, surprises me. It does surprise I'm me. I'm shocked. I know. These big-time rock bands. I know. Why would they want expensive alcohol? Uh, give me the Vons brand. <laughs> store, uh, store brand whiskey. Or wherever you are, Kroger. Right. Oh, let's make this, you know, universal. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, yeah, I just, I recently rediscovered that. and was like, that was fun. So That's there we go. That's so, upside in yours. Yeah. Thanks, Ray. No problem. Thanks. Hey, thank you. Yes. Um, Scott. What's do, yours? Do, yeah, what do you, what do you oh, got, so Scott? Besides at, at Scott's Balls at, on Twitter. <laughs> um, I have two. Well, yeah, I know you have two balls. <laughs> oh, hey, oh! I feel like a forty-five-year-old dad with that one. I know, you know? that was good. Oh, no. Well, that was—I yeah, I didn't think of it, and I am a dad. I like ball jokes. You always have to bring up your fucking kid, right? I'm sorry. Shut up, Raymond. I can produce children. <laughs> Not special, Ray. I know it's true. Everybody at the table can do this. I hope. Yeah. Sorry, Scott. Well, except Bill Cosby. Yeah, well, we don't know about right. Scott's balls. So. Yeah, Scott, you ready? Um. It's a website. Well, there's two today. Okay. I have like five canned. Try talking to the microphone and not directly. Five at canned. I know. Five canned? Well, no. Five <laughs> quick hits that are canned. Which is canned. funny speaking because Scott has never once been prepared for this. He last month. Oh, shit. And then has to search for something. So to be prepared is something special. It's a big deal. Yeah. Um, sportsfeet.com. You're going to enjoy this? Okay. You're going to enjoy this? Do you like sports? Uh, yeah, I like some sports here and there. Yeah, I'm not a huge sports guy. Depends on the sport. Hockey. Ooh, I yeah, just thought like of another it. one, Scott. Is it just pictures of their feet? No. <laughs> How, is it it's like feet? some sort of gnarly like fetish feet site. Feet with an A. F-E-A-T. Gotcha. It's like longos, toes, great. <laughs> we should talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> this is from the creators of longform.org. Okay. Which is my other favorite website. 
which is basically long form writing curated. So they pick the best of big magazines and stuff. It's like giant articles you see in like Vanity Fair. They put it on the internet and make it easy for you to read as opposed to buying the magazine. It's like kind of like Cliff Notes. In a way, except that it's the whole article. It's like Cliff Notes, but everything. But long as shit. Yeah, yeah. And this is all sports stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Check it out. Okay. Um, Quick hit number two. I actually have it. Whoa. Is this this a prop? For those those not watching the video, Scott is getting something out of his bag. Holy Uh, shit. It's a notebook. Don't freak out. It is not only a notebook. This is a notebook by a brand called White Lines. Okay. And it is graph paper. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> cute. However, Whew. unlike typical graph paper, which is white paper with blue lines, this is gray paper with white lines. Holy shit. And what this does for you is the visual weight of the lines isn't dense. So the white Holy goes shit. into the background. <laughs> it does. And You're blowing my mind. When you scan this, there's no lines. We scan it with your eyes you're talking about? No. The- scan it with your eyes or with the scanner. Oh, when I scan okay. with my eyes, I'm seeing lines. Maybe I'm just like, right. superhuman. I don't know. Right. Well, Scott, if you have to draw like I do daily, this will change your life. Interesting. So you do like sketches of like websites on there? Yeah, like wireframes and stuff. Okay. For those keeping track at home, Scott has recently suggested a mechanical pencil, a razor, and a graph paper. <laughs> oh, oh. Scott's practicing. This, this is heating up. Wait. It is. I mean, you got the paper here. I want to update oh, everyone. Okay. The, you're taking retracting the pencil? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that works. In, huh? eh, Didn't even thunder. think about that. Last time, I re- I was thinking about purchasing a what do they call them? Razor. Safety razor. Safety razor. Which is, are you familiar with safety razor? No, no. Okay, so it's like a regular razor. A regular razor is a cartridge that you put in a piece of plastic and it's like Mach three. Anybody? Right. Yeah, yeah. Why this is just a, this is just a blade <laughs> that goes into a metal holder. One blade. And just, old timey. Old timey. Old school. I got one. It's the best thing I've bought in 10 years. Can I feel your face today? Well, this is day two. Oh, okay. And I also joined a, a um, shaving community online. <laughs> shaving message boards. That's getting weird now. <laughs> oh, dude, that's, that's uh, this is our lives. Badger and Blade. <laughs> <laughs> Giving a shout out to you. Badger and Blade. Hey, dude, There's please, so many different ways that I can. I know. Please, I just, do you ha- please tell me you have a creative username. No. Oh, that would have been even better. Scott's balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott's clean balls. <laughs> no, no guard here. Freshly shaved. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Fantastic, Scott. Boom. That's good. Wow. That is what that. I is. really, I really do appreciate the uh, actual prop, though. That was very good. Yeah. As a because it was, it was great you, for the listeners at home. Well, if you tried to describe that, which clearly all of our listeners are trying to do right now, um, don't worry. I'm sure. He'll, I'm white, sure he'll post a picture. Yeah, white lines on Google. Right. Or, you can just post it on the website, Scott. Yeah, it's true. Which is? FWPpodcast.com. There you go. Oh, Bingo. That was, a, that was a good one. See how we do that? That was a good pitch. Professional. Yeah. Um, he just lobbed it to you and you dunked it. That's <laughs> true. Uh, Alex, would you like to uh, cut in and uh, recommend something? Uh, um, life yeah. You know, it? mine is not computer related or okay. technology related. You can have real life. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm Stationary re- related? Uh, <laughs> next week. Next week. Um I recommend uh, Japanese barbecue, yakiniku. It's okay. a delicious way to uh, eat meat if you've never tried it. It's kind of like Korean barbecue, but a little more uh, nicer. Okay. I don't know if that's uh, that's definitely not grammatically going to work for me. It's fine. But uh, it's a lot nicer okay. uh, than your traditional thing. You eat nice, nice little cuts of meat. You just sear them over uh, some charcoal, charcoal grill, cook some veggies and things like that. It's good to do with some friends. 
you know, healthy. This, this is a, so just to get this straight, this is a method in which you prepare. It's a, you just sit there and you cook it and eat it right there. Okay. So it's kind of, if you've ever been to like a hibachi or like a, what, a Benihana, like a Benihana, think Benihana, but think about having your own little individual, uh, coal powered Benihana oh. and you just grill little cut pieces of meat. They bring it out already sliced up for you. Uh, there's some, some real, it's a real treat. That's cute. Get some ribs, get some pork, get some nice sausages. I, I recently had Korean barbecue for the first time, so this is, uh, this interests me. This, uh, God, I don't, this rapes Korean barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, let's take it there. Why not? Why not? You know? Why let's not? make off-color jokes, you know? It, uh, it really does. It really does. It's a lot, it's a higher class thing. The better meat, it's more expensive, unfortunately. Hey. So I'm not doing it too often these days, but... When you can, you should you should get out there and hit it up. Treat, what what kind of prices are we talking? For like three and a half ounces of of cut ribeye, it'll probably be like anywhere between seven and nine dollars. What about for vegetarians? There's not much. For yeah, you. So, you, don't, cool. you don't. If you're vegetarian, you probably don't go there. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we made. I'm we, sorry. I, well, God, no, I'm fine. just like pitching it to dudes. They're just like no, oh, no, whatever. no, no. Hey, jo- Joey team. Yeah, jo- yeah, Joey consumes. It's meat. good, man. I bet it's good. It's yeah. good. It's good. There's a, you know, you could have some lettuce, the right. lettuce wrap. Just, we could, you, know. you could maybe grill some zucchini over yeah, the coals. You know, they have, a, they have other things there, but it would be, it would be a letdown. You would, you would spend a lot of money and not be very full. Right. I mean, guess they have like noodle soups and things like that from, okay. uh, cause they, they always have like a little kitchen to a kitchen menu mm-hmm. other than just the meat menu. Sure. So you could get some stuff from the kitchen that's vegetarian. I'm trying to you rub your yeah, shoulders yeah. there. But <laughs> trying to use it in there. Yeah, it's definitely for meat eaters. So if you're not into that, I'm sorry. It's okay. That's... Wheel of life if you are. Right. I don't... <laughs> See, you know, you know the spots. You're fine. Shit's good. Well, thank you, Alex. That was a, that was a hey. good recommendation. Hey, you're welcome. Yes. Joey. Joey, yeah. you're welcome. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Nail it, Joey. What uh, do you got? I've got two. Um, the first one is kind of not obscure because it's, it's on the uh, major television show, but... It's very specific. Uh, Is this thing Tosh <laughs> um, There's a show on NBC called The Voice, which, being a fan of American I don't know Idol, where you're going on this one, I uh, jumped right in because it seemed a little different, and it was hooked immediately. But that's not what I'm. I'm not giving you a quick hit for The Voice. I'm giving a quick hit for. There's a person on the show named Dia Frampton who sang in a band, or I guess sings in a band because I don't think they broke up. Called Megan Dia, who were on Doghouse and Major Label, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, she one of the songs she performed was a ballad, like piano version of Kanye West's "Heartless," and it's incredible. Yeah, and you can buy it on iTunes, and I did, and I listen to it all the time. So, is it your ringtone? No, not yet. Vibrate, vibrate is my ringtone. Right? No, dude. <laughs> no, 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 dude. Come on, man. Don't I'm ask, don't on, ask stupid questions. I haven't had time Sorry. to edit it down yet. That's not a ringtone. <laughs> um, but seriously, the song's yeah. incredible. Okay. It's it's amazing. Uh, so I highly recommend checking it out. Dia Frampton, Heartless. Uh, my real quick hit is a website, and it is grantland.com, which is the new website started by Bill Simmons, who does my favorite podcast, aside from this one, obviously, and is a writer for ESPN. And it's a lot of like sports, sports essays and articles and whatnot, but they also focus on like pop culture. And there was a great article that uh, Scott brought to my attention about. Uh, a fantasy league draft they do for reality TV, <laughs> uh, and it's and, it's amazing. And, and the point system in which <laughs> yeah to get points. Score. Did it's, you listen to the podcast today? I uh, no, I've oh, I just put it on my iPod. Incredible, I'll do it on my way home. Um, but it's an amazing website. I, I really enjoy it, and it's only been up for about a, a week or so. I think week yeah. and a half. Um, 
But yeah, check it out. Grantland.com. We should take a break and talk about The Bachelor. He has. <laughs> Bachelor. No, we, we don't need to do that. You a big fan? We, no, I, don't, I don't watch it. I don't watch The Bachelor. Be, I missed that. Just yeah. be me and you, Scott. It's okay. We, he also has uh, take like famous uh, people. I mean, like Chuck Klosterman. Yeah. He's like a famous author, and he writes for the website. And he just has like a bunch of people that are... Like Jimmy Kimmel did a... Yeah. Did a, a, an article. I mean, people uh, are well versed at their craft. Yes, but it's it's really cool. I mean, if and you don't have to be you know obsessed with sports because there's there's probably something on it that I'll you'll find entertaining as well. Yeah, I agree, um, Joey. It's a good. Sign. And they are going to be starting a uh, their own podcast network. So are they? Bill Simmons. Really? What's up? Yeah, we got it. We're, we're we can easily wedge our way in there. Oh yeah, no problem. Yeah, I'll just at, at sports guy thirty three or whatever his Twitter is. <laughs> hey man, check out our podcast. We'll figure it out. Hey guy. Yeah. Uh, hey Alex, what is your favorite sport to watch? Uh, Sailing. Like uh, you know, it's it's a toss up between yachting and curling. Um, <laughs> it really depends on if it's Olympic curling because <laughs> it's Olympic curling. It's definitely going to be uh, definitely Olympic. takes the cake. No, I'm a big uh, like. Any form of combat sports. I really like Thai boxing, which is, I guess, the Thai form of, of boxing, where you get to <laughs> hold people. Wait, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Weird. Uh, where you get to hold people and knee them and throw them to the ground and things like that. Uh, I like that. But as far as traditional sports, I guess, basketball. I like basketball. Okay. I was pretty pissed off. I didn't watch the finals. I don't care. Oh, yeah. I don't care. It's like, it was like watching two, like, it was like watching two bad Transformers fight. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> What do I care about? Who wins this? It's like it's just it was, I mean, it definitely. A lot of people said it was just like the lesser of two evils. Who cares? Who cares? It's like as long as LeBron Dirk. doesn't win. Well, Dirk's they killed the Lakers. Okay, so that's why I hate Dallas. And then Q, what's his name had some Mark comments. Cuban. Had some comments about Phil Jackson, which shut the fuck up. What do you know? And uh, I mean, here I am. I don't know anything, right. you know. But you're allowed. Yeah, you I can tell him to shut the fuck up from your podcast if I want. Yeah. Mark Cuban, if you're hearing this, <laughs> we've got big time listeners. You Mark watch Cuban, yourself, buddy. Bill Simmons. Me and PJ are pissed. Stamos. Right. So, uh, oh man, Stamos is mad. <laughs> That's um, the worst. <laughs> so yeah, it was just kind of it was a letdown, and yeah. then like it was a, it was a really good series though, as far as like. Yeah, it, I heard it was exciting, and, yeah. and, and Dirk's, Dirk was playing phenomenally. I mean, yeah. they nailed the Lakers. But honestly, I feel like the first two games, J.J. Barrera beat the Lakers on his own and didn't get enough credit for that because he, he killed us at least in that first game. I think he's not what is advertised as far as his height is concerned. He's listed at like six. Six one? No. no. Fuck that. No. He's like five nine. Yeah, if that. If that. <laughs> With heels. If that. <laughs> I just I just wanted to see if you guys agreed with me because I, I yeah, just, no, he's a little he's a little guy. My wife is like five eight and she's like I'm probably as tall as him. Oh, yeah. I'm like yeah probably. He doesn't seem like a, a huge dude. No, not at all, not at all. But when you're standing a bunch amongst the giants, you look a lot different, right? So. Exactly. All the refs look like right. Yeah, refs look like four eleven. I have another quick hit. You had your turn, Scott. I know you had your turn. Game of Thrones. Oh, oh, let's yeah. talk about Ooh. that. Back it, Great back kid. it. Are you caught up, dude? Yep, dude, I'm go. caught up too. Damn. Are you not caught up? No, I am caught up. Fuck, I haven't, wa- I haven't watched one episode. Yet. Oh, cool. All right. Well, well basically, Ned Stark got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! That's I guess fine. you're supposed to do that before, right? No, it's okay. It's okay. Spoiler I mean, alert! Thirty seconds ago, I told you how what happened. It's fine. Uh, I don't know how yeah, show. He's dead, right? I mean, there's no way. Like, it looked like his head got cut the fuck off there. I mean, that's done. Well, I mean, we Willie come back as a White Walker. Son of a bitch! Didn't even think of that. <laughs> wow, what if? What? If, there's no way. No. Should I got it? What, what would you? For obviously me, since I haven't watched any of it, what 
what HBO show would you compare it to? No, don't even compare it to an HBO Rome. show because it'll like. But see, I don't even. Well, I didn't watch Rome, so I can't compare it to Rome. The epicness what, of Rome. Here's what I get. It's like it. a Lord of the Rings you get every day. Nerdy ass shit like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> okay. But then with like like the dynamic between the families, it kind of this is Sopranos, kind, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's definitely like you know, doesn't take place on Earth like the whole other right. like realm and. Sure. You know, yeah. Seems like they're going to be dragons at some point. Bring but, bring a pen and paper, like at the beginning. Oh, I mean, definitely, took, definitely holding, uh, crossing my fingers, holding my breath for some dragons. Ah, uh, yeah, seriously, it's going to be. I, I wouldn't hold your breath. It. You don't think I've, I've heard the dragons making are going to make an appearance and wizards, right? Supposedly, oh, well, we haven't books. seen much much magic. I mean, okay. yeah, there's point. not. I mean, come on, let's not get fucking ridiculous. Let's come not get Harry Potter ish on it. Yeah, dragons. Please are don't real. bring Harry Potter. But wizards this, right? are. I know. I won't. Wizards are not. Um, but yeah, it shows. I, I will. I basically it, is the first season over now. No, there's one. Or yeah, two you more can episodes? watch it on demand or things like okay. that. I don't want to plug uh, cable companies at all, but you can watch yeah, it on uh, anything like that. I'll I'll, uh, I'll write HBO and they'll send me some promo copies. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. Though. Yeah, okay. it, it took. I'm gonna wait for it. I'm gonna wait for it to finish and then watch it. It took I think four or five episodes for a for me to be like figure out who everyone was. I'm still a little sh- great sometimes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Targaryen. There's a lot of fucking names. names that. Like, Do you have any questions? I watch it twice and. Pretty dialed in. No, I got, I got, I got it now. But it just at first you're right with all the names, and then there, there's it's, it gets a little confusing because the Targaryens are blonde hair, and then those, why well, I'm drawing a blank on their names are blonde hair as well. The kings, the queen's family, or whatever, the Lannisters, yeah, are blonde haired as well. Some of them, yeah, some of them. So I always I was getting confused as to what family was who for a little bit there. <laughs> But it all got it all got sorted out. Oh, Don't worry, you that's know. That's good. I'm glad. I, you should out. definitely watch it. I will. You would enjoy it. I will. I will. What, like I said, I'll wait till it's done, and then I'll. What's cool is I think that HBO they always do like a lot in their miniseries, and I like I didn't watch Band of Brothers, but Band of Brothers seemed like on a huge scale. Yeah. To me, this seems on a similar scale. Like there's big big sets. When they CG, it's not you're not like oh CG, yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> terrible. Know? Yeah. I just hope it doesn't fall into the same. Like shit that happened with Rome, where it just gets too expensive, so to cancel it. Did you watch yeah. Rome? No, it's really good. Well, that's I, what I heard, but it's like now I don't even feel like watching it because it, what it's two seasons and it I don't know if it just ends abruptly and then like yeah. the unit terrible. I never watched that. It's a good one, man. Interesting. Um, Ray, do you want to hear more about a show you haven't seen? No, I'm 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 sold. I, I will I will watch it at some point. And the books are only twenty bucks on Amazon for all of them. Yeah, they're like, but they're like. Nine you can just watch them for free. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's the route I'm going. Now we're moving on to our, uh, I guess we'll call it media roundtable discussion of some sorts. Roundtable. I uh, know. Yeah. Like square. Yeah. Square. Or square table. Yeah, in I this. feel better about that. Yeah. I, I we'll call it the better. square table discussion. It's more of a rectangle. Yeah. Rectangular. It is a rectangle. Yes. <laughs> of... Uh, yeah, stuff we've been listening to, stuff we've been uh, watching and consuming. So um, I'm going to start things off because we were originally supposed to review some records on a show that actually did not happen. Uh, this was shout like, out maybe about a week and a half ago. <laughs> no, we won't, we won't do any shout outs. That's mean. Um, but there's a record that quite possibly will be my favorite record of the year. And I'm saying that in June. But Ray, we did review the Manchester Orchestra record. Uh, that was on a show that w- I know, is available, and I still can't get into a joke. Retarded. Um, I apologize to anyone who was offended by retarded. <laughs> we don't use that word here. Yeah, it's, well, a, it's a hate word. Yeah, hope, hopefully we'll be able to balance that out, Joey, somehow, some way. What? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying anything racist. <laughs> <laughs> Try to cover for you. Um. 
the Bon Iver record. Alex, I presume you have no idea who Bon Iver is. It's this. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Why? You... I, whoa, whoa. Well, no, no, Alex, because she's my favorite country artist. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Alex, Alex prepped us beforehand. A little, he's just like, a little you know, rusty, you know. I'm not. He's not cutting edge, but at the same time, he's you know he likes what he likes. And okay, clearly that's fine. Yeah, I've never. I don't know who this is. Yeah, this is a uh, it's a singer songwriter dude. His name's uh, Justin Vernon. Oh, it's a dude. Yeah, it's a dude. I... <laughs> but it's called Bonnie Fair. Bon, it's like B O N space I V E R. That's like his. his That's like a French name. thing. Exactly. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, yeah, no, I'm kidding. I'm being French people. You know, I know French people. You yeah. don't want to be French. Oh, now I feel better about the retarded comment. <laughs> See, I, that's what I was talking about. Balancing it out. Someone has to be. You're welcome. Yes. God, I, I hate it when Joey doesn't wear his glasses. Oh, sorry, Scott. Weirds oh. me out. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> um, okay. So yeah, Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. This on. record. It's well. It's technically it's not self-titled. It's called Bonnie Bear. Bonnie Bear. That's what he like said in interviews. He gets mad when people just call it self-titled. Well, guess what, guy? It's self-titled. Yeah. Just like Blink's record's untitled. No, fuck you. It's self-titled. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Justin. Joey says, fuck you. I mean, how many people have heard of him? <laughs> Quite a he's, few. He's <laughs> Is pretty, that big? Yeah, he's man? pretty popular. But right, I mean, then I guess he's got something to bitch about. Man. He does. He does. I mean, he's he. Uh, it's not a self-titled record, guys. Right. Like he, I'm trying to think of the venue that he'll play in L.A. He'll probably play uh, like Wiltern. I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I bet he'll Coos? play the Greek. The Greek, something like that. <laughs> he's yeah. pretty. Yeah, he's Coos, per, probably he's Coos. Pretty large. The Greek wouldn't have him with a name like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> your people. <laughs> we. I, I'll call my people. He's not playing the Greek. Um, Maybe but Wiltern. Yeah, Wiltern. So I mean, he's he's relatively. Yeah, he played the Wiltern last tour. But oh, he's good. He's gonna be yeah. at the Troubadour. Yeah, he's gonna well, that's after. That's probably after his next record, where no one cares about. I did see him at Che Cafe. Yes, did yes, you really? Did. Yeah, we all sat on the floor. Why? Because that's how I wanted it. Is it like emotional shit or what? It's it is emotional. It's just like a it's dude crying with his guitar. It's, it has yeah, it has elements of that. Okay. This record is a little more thick. It's not just like singer songwriter stuff. I mean. Balls. Yes, a little thick. Like what? Uh, what do Scott's balls think of the record? <laughs> um, <laughs> me, they're a little musty for me. Yeah. So, but yeah, I I think this record is absolutely incredible. If you, I mean, if Whoa. you like anything, that's a pretty hefty statement. It is. It's absolutely incredible. And like I said, it, it probably will be my favorite record of the year, unless Atreyu comes out with a new record this year, which I don't <sighs> yeah, think that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I don't. Joey, Scott, do you guys? What are, what are your opinions I on it? I honestly didn't like it that much. Yeah, okay, I feel like I might give it more of a chance, but I especially I, like. I have to highlight this because I know a lot. I've seen a lot of reviews saying, "Hey, Joey, what did you think of it?" But let wait, me talk, wait, 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 wait. No, no, let me tell you. I, well, I, bef- can I not? Get I'll, my I can already tell you what you're going to say, and I'll just I'll just steal your thunder. Go for it. Ray's favorite song is the last song on the record. Thank you. So uh, make sure you listen to the whole thing. Yes. Or just skip to the last song. Yeah, uh, but people. I mean, you see what I'm saying about that last song. People being like, "What the fuck is yeah. up with that song?" It sounds like Phil Collins. Like, oh yeah. So I, I actually would probably like it. I, it a lot of people are just like, "This Phil is Collins has super got some hits." Yeah, this is like super cheesy. Like, is he doing this like tongue in cheek, or is he doing this well, because he, he actually likes behind it? that the part of that like that gang's record too, right? Yeah, which was super just cheesy and like yeah. So whatever. Yeah, he's got I, a future. He does. I love the record, Scott. You're where are you at with that? Um, I think that when he wrote the first record yeah. by himself yes, and he had limited resources and I think now that he has money, he went overboard. Classic sophomore mistake. Been there, done that. Did that a couple times. <laughs> you know, it happens to the best of us. He did write the record in seclusion though again. 
It people, feels people, like ah, people say that shit, but like come uh, on. It's, he could have yeah. wrote exclusion and then gets in the studio. And sure, it's like very... hookers and blow right. like nobody's business. Exactly. Like it's not. It's it's all. Um, what's it called when it doesn't repeat? Linear. A taken record. Oh. <laughs> Hi oh. <laughs> There's you, so many possible, you pull in, possible jo- jokes to go right there. Joey's pulled in Taken more than once on <laughs> not the same parts. Joke. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's I like good. that. And I like uh, when Chad um, makes comments about it. On yeah, Twitter. yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty funny. Taken on audio, but I, I, I think what resonates with me for this record is it just, um, it still seems like it has the spirit of the first record. Like he's still, he's not writing about stuff that's like. Uh, just not relevant to him. Like he's, he's talking, he's addressing about his rising popularity and like how he's going to cope with that. And I don't know, it's just, it's, it's a logical progression from like the thematic standpoint. Um, but I could see what you're saying as far as going over musically. It's just like, sure. I I can't, I can't argue with it's it's kind of self-indulgent. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Let it ride. I know. Let it ride. (laughs) But anyways, yeah. So I I, I love that record. Honesty is key here. I love that record. He's going to be okay with it. He will be okay with that. Yeah. He does not listen. He's probably pissed (laughs) that I don't know who he is, but he's going to be okay with your comment. I have a feeling he doesn't know who Trey you is. Uh, You guys don't travel in the same circle. I don't know, man. He's probably fucking listening to like the curse right now. Right. Oh, I love this. (laughs) This is my inspiration. (laughs) That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, (laughs) what? um, Very influential band, right? I, no, I hey you. Okay, I, I completely understand that. We influenced Bonnie there yeah, a lot. <laughs> you guys could have played a European festival with him, and he would have never known it, and you would have never have known. We that. probably have played yeah. a European festival with him, and I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I also want to bring up something that I know all of us, or Joey Scott and I saw, but I don't know if you are, are you much of a, a movie dude, Alex. You know, I tried. Was it Thor? Are we going to talk about Thor? No. no? Did you see that? <laughs> Pretty sweet, though. Was it good? It, it, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I, I'll say it was good. I'll right. say it was good. I just okay. saw it for a second time. For, for whoa, second time for what it's for what I it is. It. It's great I for what it is it. like. You know, like the w- w- one of the Spider Man movies. I remember being pretty good. Two, two. Yeah, one Thank was you. good too. One was, one was good. good. Two was two better. Was though. Great. Yeah. So it's it's like that. It's a great. It's a great action. Turn your mind like oh, ooh, pretty lights, hammer, cool, like sure. smash stuff. It was it was fun. I I really liked like the all the scenes on Ars Guard. Yeah, and it was directed by Kenneth Branagh, who did all those Shakespeare movies. So you can definitely and with you know Anthony Hopkins in it. Like sure, it definitely came out. Would you? Like, it's did, pretty epic. Did you see X Men as well? Yeah, hadn't seen that. Hadn't Way seen better it. than X Men. Really, I didn't. I didn't love X Men. I the, thought it was kind of cheesy. The previews bothered me. I'm not going like, to see it. I, there was cool parts, but for the there was just. I just didn't think it was a well made movie. Like hmm. it seemed rushed. It didn't. It, the the previews looked like it to me. There's just something about the previews turned me off immediately. And like I I love that crap. Yeah, they fast forwarded like towards the when it came to the X Men at the very end of the movie, like when they did the mon- like the training montage. Oh, that's when like- they fast forwarded through the movie. I mean, I liked it. My whole thing with comic book movies is I have to have a vested interest in the character to begin with. Like, I didn't give a shit about Thor as a kid. I hate. Yeah, him. he wasn't. He wasn't my. He favorite. never read comic books at all as a kid. Yeah. He wasn't my so favorite, but no the movie was, was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch Thor when it comes. You should out, watch Thor. It's yeah. really good. you could you could the wife could sit through it. Sure, potentially. You sure. know what I mean? Like, it's, it's got that be- got that beefy guy in right. it. They love it. <laughs> it's got a beefcake. It's got a beefcake in it. Shirt off. I need to take my shirt off. I'm the god of thunder. Um, Asshole. 
But that, well, that, that's good. I like the Thor discussion. But the the movie I was yeah. going to bring up was Super Eight, not Judy Moody, and then not Bummer Summer. Haven't seen, haven't seen two one of seen. That just, that just came out though. We couldn't have seen that. Or did you see the Midnight Showing? Judy Moody came out the same weekend as as. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Come on, Ray. I know. I'm sorry. You have a kid now. You need. To I got come on, Ray. Kids. I got to. I got to keep up with kid movies. Um. So yeah, Super Eight. We we are. Are you interested in seeing? Uh, um. Don't spoiler it for me. We won't. No. No. Good. They see dead people. Son of a bitch. <laughs> was it, is it good? How do you I, feel about it? I loved it. I thought it was spectacular. It was just J.J. Abrams jerking off onto Steven Spielberg's stomach. <laughs> so it's probably entertaining. So it'll be entertaining. So it'll be entertaining. Mean, it, was, it was just a it – was, it was great. But Visually it was entertaining. Totally just a, like an, <laughs> a shine everything fest. Everything about it was an, hey, mom. <laughs> an homage to uh, Steven Spielberg. It was like, a shine fest. And I mean, granted, he was an executive producer, so – Got sure to give Spielberg his due. Yeah, you know, great. just 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 throwing it out there. I watched this movie the other day on demand at home. Yeah, uh, I, had a, I actually had a, some free time. The I am number four. Oh yeah, Did you guys ever see that? No, looked terrible. For an on demand movie, kind of somewhat enjoyed it. Okay, <laughs> kind of somewhat enjoyable. Borderline hokey at times. Like it almost at times felt like a dude, uh, a Twilight for men. That I think that's what their target was, right? It almost felt like a Twilight. But when I saw it, the previous I saw, I didn't realize there was a high school age dynamic, oh, okay. or I would not have been eager to see the movie. I thought, oh, he's got. It was just like, oh, I've got superpowers. Fucking great. Who doesn't want to see this movie? <laughs> right. You know, there's a blonde chick with superpowers. And there's, and there's fire. Here. Right. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, there's actually nine. Right. All right. But, uh, and actually, I think they're going to try to make more of them. Give it, give it a watch. I don't think this, it's going to be as bad as you think. Was this the movie that was, like, James Frey, mm-hmm. his. Book company that they write books to make movies. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Timothy Oliphant's in it. I'm yeah, a, I'm no, a Timothy awesome. Oliphant fan. Like, if you watch that show Justified I at all. I just watched season one, and it was fucking incredible. Great. It's great. I am waiting, patiently waiting for season two to come out on Blu-ray so I can catch up. Do you watch two. Lights Out at all? Yes. I didn't watch it. Dude. I've seen everything up to the season finale. Dude. Well, you mean the series finale? Because it's been canceled. What? Yeah. yeah. Really? They yeah. canceled it. That's Fuck. why. That's why I didn't watch it. Fuck it, you, it's a, it's a standalone. You'll... It comes to a conclusion that you'll be okay with. Trust me, That's it's fine. You, and you'll be fine watching. Dude, I was it. hoping for more. I know. I was. I was. It was the I characters mean, were. Stacey FX Keach. doesn't seem to like. They used to like really let shows like build shows that started off slow and, and it's like same with what was Terriers like that mm-hmm. show like people were freaking out over it and just got a crappy ratings so they canceled it. Yeah. It, Sons of Anarchy starts in September, I think. Yeah. Season three. I, season three <laughs> comes out uh, August thirtieth. Um, I am caught up. My girlfriend is not, so I'm going to make her watch it to get caught up. So it is incredible. When you're just watching a TV show, like cussing at the TV, like oh fuck no, yeah. no, yeah. we don't, don't have to do say that. you know we don't have to spoil anything. But how good was the end of season three? The last episode, like the last ten minutes, yeah, fucking yeah. amazing. It came, it, it came around for any time I was bored with the Irish storyline because I was kind of bored with that. But the way that the, it, the, the way that it ended, the payoff was like, at the end is unbelievable. Who yeah. coincidentally is the head. The priest uh-huh. in that is the head of the Night's Watch in Game of Thrones. Oh, shit. <laughs> the, the burly, <laughs> right. older man I guy. Didn't, well, well done. He's a great character actor. Okay. Well done. I want to, I want to circle it back to hear Scott's yeah. opinion on Sorry Super 8. No, this is exactly what this discussion is. We talk about random shit. Um, what? Super, Super 8. 8, how'd you feel? Uh, Inside. How uh, did your... Underwhelmed. I went into it with big expectations, and they... Left you a little flaccid? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't love it as much as you. 
No. I know you. Yeah. Like I'd give it a uh, C. Okay. Without. Oh. Let me give you some questions, and I really need yes or no answers so as not to ruin it for me. Yes. Okay. Okay. Do you see whatever this malevolent force that they're alluding to in the previews? Do you actually get a visual on it at any point in the film? Yes. yes. And that's one of the fundamental reasons. That's I'm not a yes or no you, question. Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gave a fucking no, wrong like, answer. Yeah, yeah. Here's my next question. Who was let down when they saw it? I, I was, was not. I wasn't. No? I don't no. know what Scott. Mm-mm. Scott, okay. what were you? Okay. So well, we'll talk expected. later, but I want to know what Scott was expecting. It was exactly what I was expecting. Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, and they, I mean, yeah. and they do. I mean, they do a lot of shots with it. Like there, cool. it, it, it isn't. It isn't a. Fleeting, it's not like it's, it's like not like Night Sh- It's not an M Night Shyamalan movie like, where we're like, well, where's the? It's not even like Cloverfield where like you you don't ever. I think in Cloverfield you don't get like a clear shot of it. Like none. You you spend some time with it. But that was Cloverfield's vibe. Yeah, I like that movie. But I wanted that jacked me up oh, a little I liked bit it too. Times. I just, I there were times up. where I wanted. I just wanted to see like. Yeah, let's get a let's get two see seconds with the monster. You know? But in this, you you get that. Let's see his balls, but uh, yeah. you never get them. So uh, that's right with us. I yeah. I, well, cool. I, I I'm think, glad you get to see whatever it is. I think the reason why I enjoyed it so much is just the fact that I mean, like obviously, movies are not made like that anymore. Period. Like I mean, kids. Generationally speaking, like there hasn't been a movie that's been made like this since obviously like the '80s. You know, and I think the Sandlot came out in '92. <laughs> And honestly, that could probably be like one of the last like earmarks of like. So you're trying to say this is similar to uh, pre? What's pre, what's the pre Sandlot movie? Stand by me. It, it Stand has by me. Elements Goonies. of that. Okay, Jaws. Okay. Like there's. It's actually much scarier than I was anticipating. Like my wife, when we, we walked out of the theater, oh, I was such like, a good story." I was like, "Hey, how would you think of it?" She was just like, "I was really scared." And I was like, "Real?" I mean, there was jump. Scared. So I'm, I, I didn't jump at all. I saw this movie with. <laughs> My girlfriend, Scott, and his girlfriend. I already know where Scott is going to be. Scott, I'm Scott. I'm sitting next to Scott, and there's a moment where he even looks in like the a jumper, he looks like one hundred percent. He jumped. He went, oh! it was, <laughs> dude. Try watching Paranormal Activity with this guy. I <laughs> didn't. I watch it with you. Yeah, yeah. But we watched it. We watched it at like eleven in the morning on Friday, and Scott was like, "It's like a yeah. daylight out." <laughs> yeah, he was on my arm, and I felt like I felt like I needed to. But it was the XD theater. I know. $15 I, tickets. Uh, well, I, mean, I felt like I really needed to not watch the movie and protect Make Scott. sure Scott was okay. From the imaginary <laughs> um, bad guys. That it was terrible. Not imaginary. I, okay, okay. That's true. They haven't caught him. The, that's, true. that's true. This is another movie, though. Like, well, not movie. Or the actors, like Modern Family, where the kids are just incredible. Yeah, they're really like, good. <clears throat> Kyle Chandler did a really good job. Oh, too. yeah. Coach, Coach Taylor? Coach Taylor from um, And as much as I hate Dakota Fanning... Her sister mm-hmm. was incredible. She did really well. Um, is that the the blonde girl? Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay, that's that's cool. I mean, that like I just I adored it. I I just think it's I think it's important for every few years movies that are like that need to be made for the kids that are watching it these days because otherwise they aren't going to know. I, I wish they aren't going to know what good movies. Are. I wish Give I was their a sense kid. of imagination, like, right? Yeah. I can only imagine like being a kid right now and seeing that movie and just it's like when I saw the I saw the Sandlot like six times in the theater and just totally like, this is the best movie ever made. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm just I'm just glad it exists and yeah. I think that's what. Yeah, that's that's why I'm such a cool waving the flag for it. I'm interested. Moder- yeah. moderately interested. I'll watch it uh, on demand. I'll order it on demand. Good good call. Yeah, order it on demand. I can't go to theaters these days. I can't justify that. It's it's that's expensive. A, it's I hefty. understand. It's hefty. You just sneak in. It's hefty. I can't, I can't, I can't enjoy it when I sneak in, man. I can't enjoy it. Two on edges. My roommate went and saw the Green Lantern last night at midnight. What do you think? I haven't talked to him yet. Oh, okay. 
I mean, I got I, I should ask him before I came. Yeah, I'm not going to see it. I don't. I don't know. It goes back to my. I could care less about Green Lantern as a comic book character. I don't have a vested interest. I kind of like Ryan Reynolds, kind of entertaining guy. I like Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. I like actually. I mean, Tim Robbins is in it. Peter Sarsgaard is in it. Um, I'll see it. Like I'll I see like it, the people I'm, in it. I don't think I'm going go to go. It's got 27 yeah. percent on Rotten Tomatoes. 23. 23? Oh. Ooh. is that bad? That's bad. It's out, out of a hundred percent. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, 27 percent. It's pretty bad. But I mean, it's it's. I'm sure it's entertaining. It can't be worse than Spider-Man 3. So When does Harry Potter come out? July 12th, I believe. July 8th. I don't know. Yeah. Sometime in the future, that'll be perfect. That movie keeps sucking money out of my wallet. Oh, that, I have to I take will. my wife to see that in the movie theater, and that just... Yeah. That yeah. last one, that last one. Yeah, I left, that's I left my, a little that's my cheese. excuse. Uh, I left a little cheese. This guy loves it. I, oh, no, I, I'm, I did too. I'm obsessed with it. I was pissed off at the last one, man. How I are you going to... Like, I'm going to pay that much money to get nothing? Nothing happened. Oh, you could have deleted that. Whole fucking thing, and they're like, "Oh, it was just fine. them hanging out in the forest." Yeah, it's I like we're oh, walking around. Here's some fucking gray. What's smoke. crazy Ooh. though? This I just read yesterday that this is the shortest of all the eight movies. Yeah. Just because it's going to be all of the action. It's just yeah, it's going to be because they made because they made one big movie and they're like, "Oh, sweet idea." <laughs> Watch this Let's two see. hour, three and a half hour long shitty one, hour yeah. and a half great one, and then <laughs> at, and then those assholes at Twilight did the same thing. Why not? Oh, except their movies are terrible. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Terrible. I watch. I watch them. I watched. I have watched them because the wife likes these things. Sure. And I'm. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a try so I can know what I'm talking about. And I'm just glad I have a platform to vent and to make a few more yeah, enemies or alienate shit. people who maybe. Oh. I like, will. I will say from the first I'm, one to the third one, they've gotten. Better. Well, yeah, I mean, when you fire your director yeah. and everybody that worked on yeah. the first one, and you're yeah. like, hey. I mean, saying it's gotten better is. It's hard. Is being generous. I will agree. Like, with, it's got more bearable. Yeah, exactly. It's got more bearable. I don't gouge for my eyes out. Look, man, I saw an Interview with a Vampire. That's a vampire movie, okay? <laughs> and they even get gets a little homoerotic at times, and you're still like, that's a badass movie. Sure. You know what I mean? That's just it's great. It's got. Oh, you, you have a problem with gay people? No, 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 no. I'm just saying it's a it's spicy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it's it pushes the envelope. It does a lot of things. Just want to clarify that for you. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I love gay people, but <laughs> what I don't like is bad vampire movies. Okay. Sure. And, and well, there bad. are there are a lot of them out there. And and Twilight to me it just Vampire in Brooklyn, the Eddie Murphy movie. That was actually good, man. Mm-hmm. And Jim Jim Carrey's Vampire Vehicle, uh, Bite Me was vampire it? Vehicle. Oh, was it <laughs> Vampire Vehicle? He had a Vampire Vehicle back in the day. Yeah. I like how you put that. That's that was terrible. It was terrible, but great. That's funny. <laughs> Look, I would rather watch the Eddie Murphy one. Uh, there's a, there's a list. The Twilight ones are just so. Oh, of course that happens. Yeah. Oh, of course. I put a shirt on. Yeah. Put a friggin' shirt on. That's nobody that's not cares. What he, that's not what he's brought on for, though. <laughs> Sounds sexy. It's just so. It's so. Oh, well, I'm, talking, sh- I'm talking. I'm talking now. He shines when he's in the sun, though. It's yeah, it's beautiful. just the whole thing is so. Uh, like, okay, let's market this to teenage girls. Let's go. Let's get them. Yeah. And they just thought of how many hooks they could throw in the water in one time. Well, when like, they well, when you have such a wealth of brilliant. material to work with, I mean, because obviously the books paved the way, and it's like they don't. There's not much work they need to do. It's like here it is. Dude, and it, well, I think what bothered me was reading. Like I read the Anne Rice. Those back when I read, uh, <laughs> I read all the Anne Rice books. Those were well done. Those are well written books for what they are. Even like, I haven't read the Twilight ones I've just because I watched the movie and I was like, "There's no way." I've I've heard the books are horrible, like just terribly written, and that's like that's what I think separates and forever separate from Harry Potter's. Those uh, books are amazing. The movies are amazing. 
Twilight is dog shit. I, I would rather read a Harry Potter book than watch a Twilight movie. You should movie. read them. They're fantastic. Than, than watch the Twilight movie at this point. are very good. Yeah. It just, it, it just it blows my mind how you can make me hate vampires and werewolves. Look, I'll even go along for the Underworld franchise. What are your thoughts on True Blood? Um, I like it. The white, well, it's one of the ones that my wife watches and subsequently I watch. Um, I like it. Anna, Anna Paquin, is that her name? Yeah. Doesn't do it for me. She actually has the opposite effect on my libido and testosterone as mo- as most leading <laughs> women should. She's not attractive. She just null- nulls it for me, bro. Yeah. I've, I, <laughs> no, I don't think she's attractive. No either. offense to her. She's a talented actress. Sure. I'm sure she's listening. I'm sure her heart's fucking Easily. breaking. Didn't she actually win an Oscar for the interview with the vampire? And she's the, the youngest. No, that was... Uh, I think it, No, the piano. I'm sorry. But I believe it was Anna Backlund that won the Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think you're thinking of that one annoying... She was in Spider-Man. Kristen Dunst. Yes. Oh, yeah. Kristen Dunst is a little For girl Wimbledon, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was true, a great movie. True actually. Blood. Uh, I liked Wimbledon. Took true, a shit after true. season one for me. Season one was good, and then it just got... Season one, I didn't like as much. Season two, I liked a little bit. Is there a season three already happened, or is it... Season four starts in like two weeks. Season three, I didn't, I didn't care about. It was season two lost like good, and then season three lost me. It just gets weird. I just watched the first episode, and I said, nope. <laughs> no, no reason to stick with it. Yeah, yeah it wasn't, it wasn't me it. going back every sure, Sunday sure. and trying to be like, let's <laughs> watch this. Yeah, we we watched the Borgias a little bit. We tried to get into that. It was, it's, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremy Irons is cool. I'd rather I like I watched the Borgias and I'm like, man, I really want to go watch Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's a great fucking movie. That, that is, is a great it, movie. Every time it's great. No, don't mean, don't no. mean to go off on a tangent there, but that's that's Bruce Willis, much... Sam Jackson, Jeremy Irons. Yeah, Fuck yeah. sign me up. Do it again. All I needed yeah. was Carl Winslow, and it just would have been the complete package. <laughs> well, we can been. still think back to Die Hard One and just be like, oh, there he is. He's in the franchise. He, he's, he's in, in two. two. Yeah. Was he in two? I don't remember. Because he called. He had to get something faxed over from. Or he faxed something from the DC airport too. It was not. It was ah, nice. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me let me even take this on another tangent. Do it, buddy. Movies. Good. Good. The time frame. I don't feel like they make movies. Beverly Hills Cop franchise. Great. Supposed Amazing. To, right. Supposed to make another one. That's Amazing. the story. Yeah. Right. They're gonna let Eddie Murphy's gonna cuss again. Right. Yeah. I, I yeah he's, you know he's gonna have to fucking cuss. Right. Like <laughs> he can't just be make like, like little kid jokes and like have an animal Daddy talk. Daycare. Daddy. Daddy fucking, Daycare Twelve. That yeah. dude was like, and then oh, the kid movies. Of course. Every's a little kid movie. Cuss, say the F word again. I know you he have kids, but... And I mean, it's you just look at it and you wonder where it's like, clearly he doesn't need any more money. Do, so, like, why do, is he making do, those do, moves? Do, do, do. No, just keep talking. Beverly Cops, they, for some reason, one through three have been on the whatever movie channel. All the time. And every time, it's like, well, I'll watch. Guess, guess I'm watching this. <laughs> Fuck, I'm game. Guess yeah. I've got two hours <laughs> to spare. So good. Axel Foley. Scott, you've had such great input lately. I know. Scott, Scott I, I think we should nickname your balls Axel Foley. <laughs> Done. Scott, you should talk about our uh, our experience at a uh, live event this week. A comedy show, maybe? Are you guys went to Hooters? Oh, yeah. I don't know any of their names. We, Scott and I saw a comedian named Kyle Kinney at the Irvine uh-huh. Improv. He's, he, uh, he wasn't the good part. I've heard of the Irvine Improv. He was... Apparently Scott didn't like him that much, but he was hilarious. Have you ever have you heard his record at all, mm-hmm. Joey? You would love him. Right. Ba- basically, I mean he's uh, he's not like an alternative comic um, in the sense. That, I mean he does like he's similar to Patton Oswalt in the fact the fact that he just like rambles on these long stories, goes off on tangents, and speaks about things that are you know funny in his life. Um, 
but he's just so self-deprecating. He just makes fun of himself as far as like being a loser, like never amounting to anything. Um, it's yeah. Just find any of his stuff on YouTube. It's he spells last name like K I N E A. I'm going to buy his record right now. He makes you feel yeah. better about yourself, huh? <laughs> Death of the party. That's the name of uh, his, his record. That was probably my favorite comedy record of last year. I think I'm going to buy it too. Yeah. Uh, you guys are trying to find promo copies online. <laughs> No, no, God damn it, Ray! What do you? Th- no, no, I know. How Come dare on. you? How dare me? I'm buying. He was actually on Conan O'Brien last night too. Oh, Conan. Conan. So yeah, but the, he. Uh, if you like comedy, you should check him out because he's. Uh, I do like comedy. Who I doesn't? Hate, I hate laughing. I know. Uh, yeah, but Scott liked another comedian that performed that night, and he. W- I felt like I was on drugs watching him, <laughs> because he would like. Ha- basically, he was just like a bunch of non sequiturs. He'd be like. So, blah, 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 blah. And then he would sing a song in between his jokes and, like, insanely vulgar. I mean, can't, I can't even remember what's the shaved bunny balls. Oh, you know the word. Fucking a baby. So, I mean, oh, it was like. I think you know. I, I wish I could remember, but it was. Yeah, I was uh, drooling, like, because I was laughing so much. <laughs> so I hadn't heard Scott laugh this hard since Never. one of our earlier podcasts. But it was oh, yeah. it was pretty funny. What made you, Oh, was that when I. Give a quick hit about road rules. Yes, yeah. it, <laughs> th- that, it was this. Time, June, it was that times like two. It was uh, just for anyone listening. June twenty second, the challenge rivals starts on MTV at ten o'clock. Thank you. Uh, do you have anything uh, you want to address, <laughs> Mister Cahill? I've got a, a long list. I might cut some off since we've been talking for a while. We have been, but right. I will. I will pick. Um, I will talk about uh, two things. Two and a half. Five. Mid? Um, the first thing I would like to talk about is a record I've been listening to called, uh, by a band called The Lonely Forest Arrows. Uh, the only reason I ever listened to, picked it up because they were touring with Death Cab for Cutie and I was going to the show and I was like, well, who's this band? I've never heard of them. And I listened to it and it's fantastic. Uh, sounds kind of like Death Cab. Um, it's on Chris Wall. I think Chris Wall has like a label or something through Atlantic and it's, they're on that label. Um, but it's very good. Uh, it's, it's less weird than Death Cab, a little more straightforward. Um, they're from Northwest. I mean, they couldn't, I guess, be more like Death Cab. But, but <laughs> is it like early Death Cab or? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's just it's more just like rock. Um, oh. His vocals are kind of a mix between Chris Wallace and Ben Gibbards. Um, it's really good. I enjoy it a lot. Okay. Um, the second record I would like to talk about is a record that we were supposed to listen to on a previous show uh, by a band called Touche Amore. The record is Parting the Sea Between Brightness and Me. And I am very excited to be able to talk about this record and give it a glowing review and be able to probably put it on, I'm sure it'll make my top 10 list because I was not able to do that with the last record as I put it out. So now that this one is on on Death Wish, I can, yeah, this record is incredible. Like they, uh, it's recorded by Ed Rose. um, So it sounds amazing and just, yeah, everything about it is is fantastic. I couldn't be happier for them. And, yeah, it's very good. And they made a video for a song called Home Away From Here, and it is the catchiest damn song they've ever written. And the video is really cool. Um, so, yeah, everyone should listen to that record. And and funny story about that. Well, this will actually relate directly to Alex's band. Touche More was also a target of a band uh, that plays a song. Yeah, I... We won't name the band, but I, I imagine you remember uh, the band that said "fuck Trey" at the end of a song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ironically enough, right? I figured you would. 
the but not in a way that you're lingering on hate for this because clearly uh, thirty man <laughs> right. <For sure. laughs> but uh, Touche Mori is also the target of uh, a new song that has been they're, they're not actually named by name in the song but they're they're made fun of by the same band so oh, that, that band exists that band well yeah they still exist Duh. Oh, good yeah. for them good for them yeah, no. <laughs> good for them wow. yeah, so, so yeah i just thought, I, I thought you'd find that interesting nothing like raping a dead horse <laughs> <laughs> whoops um, just holding it down and just raping it can't wait yes. to have this character on the podcast i don't know if he'd ever yeah. appear in the podcast uh, what do you, you know, Scott? I'm sure you listened to it once and were like, "Garbage, moving on." What record? Two shame. Oh, fucking air. Are you paying attention? I know. Garbage, <laughs> moving on. I'm gonna the, say garbage, moving on, simply based on name. Uh, <laughs> the Touche record. Exactly. It's not for okay. Scott. Right. Not for me. It's uh, I, I like style Scott. I like your style. Yeah, Scott's very straightforward and to the point. I so, do have a new favorite band that I will be mentioning in a minute. Yes, uh, Motorhead. <laughs> Maybe you've heard of them. I uh, I agree with you, Joey. The record's awesome. It's. Uh, Take this with a giant grain of salt, everyone. No, imagine you're right because we're the only ones who are giving this record praise. No. A lot of people are really. It's getting. Oh, this I haven't. I haven't seen. Yeah, I mean, critics. I've seen this record's lo- like everyone seems to love this record. Oh, everyone seems to love. The yeah, 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 no, I no, no bad. Yeah, we'll okay. see. this is Tuche Amore. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Tucci, um, Tucci. <laughs> I just like saying it different ways. They, they. I went and saw them Touchy twice. Amore. Tuche Amore. Touche Amore. Yeah. Touche Amore. Yes. <laughs> uh, went and saw them twice. Last week with Title Fight and the new songs, it's like this record's been out for for months and months. Yeah, and months. Like, I agree. It was crazy how how quickly people already know everything. And just to put it in context for people that probably or might not have heard of the band, they play a style that's very reminiscent to bands like um, like whatever late '90s screamo before the word was obviously attached to a band like Atreyu because clearly screamo would yeah you're, you're modern screamo there's a lot different there's many different kinds of screamo right exactly this this is like bands like Orchid Reversal of Man that oh, type yeah. of stuff Seisha. exactly so the fact that this style is played now and still can be as popular as it is amongst kids that would have they don't have the context for that. It's really interesting. Like that's that's the one thing that kind of blows my mind about the band and how they've been able to transcend any perceptions of what like because clearly like they're in the late '90s there was a distinct line between bands of that nature and heavy bands and the heavy bands thought bands of that nature were fags like you know they whoa, were just, whoa, whoa. I'm just saying I'm you don't just use saying that word here. oh I like the comic class yeah no, but I mean that that was a you Pass know the I'm, racist torch. Well, Are you just going to leave me out here and saying that didn't exist at did all? Early, does early break count? Words, right? no? I apologize to all of our listeners for Ray's ignorance. Jesus. I am speaking for other people. Did you, oh, say, so you, did say, did you, did you say fag? Yeah, no. But that, there, was, there was that pushback of like, you know, the, the, these kids are just skinny guys that are clearly not tough and not wearing basketball jerseys and not wearing baggy pants. This like, will be our life. I think too, sometimes like the live performances <laughs> bum dudes out because sure. one thing for me was like watching a dude just spaz out and not really play guitar. There's a point where like you're playing like taken was the, the point of you're playing. And then anything past that point, when I saw bands that would go off more than like Chad sure. and stuff, I just, uh, I just, I didn't believe it. And sure. To give touche credit. I mean, they sound Amazing. Are they are they just going ballistic? They know that they, they they don't just stand there like like statues. They move around. But you but know what I mean? They, they go they, like this. Yeah, like, yes. I, I know what that they, sounds they, like. They, they, they focus on. on actually playing the songs. Yeah. And, and they very sound. important in case you're in a band out there that yeah. you should play be able to play your songs. Kind well. of weird, but yeah. So I just I, I think it's a really interesting 
juxtaposition in the way that kids that you know are considered tough now are able to like this band like it's it They've know, it's just that weird transition. Of, if they grew up when we grew up, they would have had to pick a side. Yeah, it's just it, it, it's just a really interesting. Uh, and they have no. You're saying also too. They have no. They didn't grow up with an attachment to it. Like you grew up with attachment, sort of to that type. Well, of Well, like Touche Amore, like the uh, they they did. Like those guys have references to bands, like I was naming before. Like, but I'm like, saying, like you, you guys personally like that. Already, you know what I mean. Yes, and you're saying it's precise. cool that there's, kids, oh, that, kids that didn't listen precise. to like yeah. Reversal of Man, yeah, or whatever yep, you're yep. talking about. Yep. That that like this band have no kids that were frame of reference. Exactly. With, I I could even see kids listening to those bands these days and still being like, "This sucks. This is terrible." Yeah. You don't want to blow people's mind. You let them hear Old Ink and Dagger. All right. Right. Oh, totally, totally. There's there. And do you ever go back and listen to that? I go, I still do, and I. If you didn't like it then, there's no way you could like it now. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But I still like it. I still like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. But the right, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. But yeah, I agree with you, Joey. The record's amazing. And they've progressed leaps and bounds, and it'll be really interesting to see where they go from here. Yes. My final thing I want to talk about sure. is uh, some follow-ups. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Manchester Orchestra, Simple Math, still the best record of the year. Okay. Uh the New Balance Composure has grown on me greatly. Cool. Um, and the Small Bone Bike record that we talked about last episode sure. has also grown on me greatly. Only band that I've heard of. Only band that I've heard of was the last one. Cool. Because you probably played with Small Brown Bike at Coos. No, I think I've, I think I have a record of theirs or something okay. in, the, in the catalog somewhere. Sure. Hot Water-esque. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nailed it. But yeah, that record has definitely grown on me. That's why I liked it. So. Nice. <laughs> Um, Dudes with beards can't go wrong. Nope, not at all. Not at all. They were from Florida too, maybe or no? Well, that's a different. No, there's different bands. Oh from, no, Small Brown Bike is from Michigan. Against Hot Water, as friends Florida. Rust was from Florida too, and sounded like Hot Water as well. Sorry, yes. go on. No, that was spectacular. I don't think as friends Rust. I never thought wow. as friends Rust would get brought up in 2011. Boom. Except in my record hold on, collection. Hold on, countervail. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> go on. Um, I have two recommendations. The first one is Kate Simcoe. Okay. Yeah. What would oh, this is, like um, Kate Simcoe is in. I don't know much about her. Okay. Electronic artist. And the other one is the band Fuck Buttons. Okay. I love when Scott swears. Love the name. Yeah. Love the name. Uh, I don't I'm know. just familiar with them by name. I saw them open for Coldplay, believe it or not, uh, uh, at the forum. Really? Yeah. I was That's not Chris aware. Martin. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want yeah. the fuck buttons to open. <laughs> <laughs> love them fuck buttons. I love them fuck it just buttons. reminds me of like shitty Beatles. He's just all mellow and he's like, oh, yeah. you know, I really love it. They, they, fuck suck. Buttons open. they sound great. They got a good sound. Our English accents are pretty good. Oh, they're spot on. I, I, I think we could have just been confused for like an English speaking podcast. An, we, an I know. English speaking podcast? Right. Huh. Maybe Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Or maybe uh, people can confuse us with like a Greek speaking. Do you, do you speak any Greek? Uh, right now, they're actually selling all their computers oh. to raise money. So that's yeah. probably a bad time to make that joke because it's probably true. <laughs> Not funny, right? Is there a, is there anything that you wanted to hit on, Alex? That you've been uh, consuming that you've enjoyed? Um, you know, I really like this uh, this band, the Street Dogs, new okay. newer Street Dogs record that sure. has come out maybe a few months ago. Yeah. Didn't uh, that come out? Is that Hellcat? Correct. They're not a Hellcat. Anymore. I could not tell you. Yeah, that's fine. I could not tell you. Oh, let me. I think it's probably by far their best release. Um, I like it. The, the singer Mike was uh, the original singer of Dropkick Murphys. That's and right. I, you know, I still enjoy the Dropkick Murphys. Sure. But, uh, you know, Street Dogs, I really like Mike's voice. So Street he, Dogs he's is awesome. On the, he's singing on the Do or Die record, right? Do or Die and then the 
the, the, the game's all EP. here. He sang them the oh. the first EP, and then and then Do or Die. Okay, there we go. And oh, then he was on then Hellcat. he left, and then he, they put out a couple records. And I, I for, for one reason or another, maybe I never paid attention. And I I heard uh, heard one of the songs on satellite radio or something, mm-hmm. and I, I I really liked it. It's it just it's good uh, ripple rousing. Yeah, Boston five, punk five records. Out. They do. That's it, they're, they're grinders. Yeah, it's punk. You know, yeah. I mean, it's real like a uh, dropkick working class like anthemic anthemic business sham 69 you can't go wrong with that. boston working class my, my favorite dropkick record will always be do or die so. do or die is amazing my his voice something about his voice and it, to me it just comes across as sincere you can kind of hear for me like a not a vulnerability but a sincerity in his voice that is is cool and it's real honest and i think a lot of people in music today aren't as honest as maybe they could be or aren't really expressing themselves. And I don't think you can accuse that guy in that band of, they just do it. They just totally lay it all out there. And I, I respect that. I like that. A sure. lot of people get caught up in bullshit and you, you can't do that. Maybe, or you don't, you have anyone specific. No trouble. Name? What's that? Oh, throw some bands under the table. <laughs> <laughs> under the table, under the bus, whatever you like. No, we, we can save that for an interview for, no. or for the interview. Okay. Yeah, we'll save that for the end. I'll start bus throwing. <laughs> cool. Anything else on your, uh, on your um, radar? Yeah, yeah. We'll be honest because I think that all – you guys will actually – yeah, you guys will relate and you'll enjoy this. Okay. If you like any sort of metallic music okay. and you don't own Caven until your heart stops, you should go purchase it. Yes. And just listen to it over and 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 over. Classic record. I my buddy put it on. I, I've had it. My iPod got wiped out. And I just didn't care about it. I was like, whatever. I'm not going to put all my stuff back on there. I just don't care. And it was a couple of years without it. My friend took my iPod and just put basically like high school and you know first couple put, years put of college. The, the 90s on there. He put the 90s back on there. Right. We got torn apart. We got disembodied. Uh, Good Caven, Bane, Great. lots of Bane. There's Good. a lot of Bane being listened to in my gym right now. <laughs> so basically I make people listen to Bane, uh, Death by Stereo, Flicks Could Kill, I'd Watch You Die, which right, is right. just right, so Still good. Right. So good. Timeless. You put that on it and anybody knows it is around and having a good time, they will sing along. Yes. They will sing because it's, it's fucking great music. Yeah. I feel like it's like... Not that their other music isn't great no. too, but that, that, that record is just... Quince, I record. find that you could like... That, that record is almost like drinking music. It's like... Yes, just, it is. Whoa! Like, I don't know. It's something so fun about it. It just pumps you up. It makes yeah. you want to like, woo! Totally. Because Ephraim is that kind of person. Yes, he is. His personality is really like... Infectious. Yeah, like he pumps you up. Super totally. positive dude. Yep, for sure. Good reference. There's a drug deal going on outside, right? That's fine. Uh, I'll, tell, I'll tell him to go away. Uh, pause it right yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or actually, my delivery's here. I mean. <laughs> we... Is that my eight ball? <laughs> <laughs> Now we'll uh, we'll dig into the uh, interview section of our podcast. And uh, again, Alex, thank you for hanging out and bullshitting with us. Thanks for having me, Hank. This is... uh, I want to thank Scott's Balls for welcoming me. <laughs> they're he, the, he they're the ones that opened the door. I think they're a charming set of guys, charming <laughs> pair. If I've ever seen them, I could use a haircut. No. That's true. <clears throat> so first things first. Clearly, anyone that has obviously paid attention to Atreyu in any way, shape, or form over the past you know year or so, you're on hiatus now. Yeah, we're on a, a permanent hiatus. I was, about, I was about to say, are you on the at the drive-in hiatus? Well, I mean, because well, see, for, for, a hi, for a hiatus to be real, it has to be permanent. 
You know what I mean? That's true. The temporary hiatus to me doesn't feel like that feels like something else. Feels like it should have a different terminology. Maybe sure. we can just stick with hiatus then and not put anything before it, but that's fine. I won't yeah. I won't add you to guys. We are indefinitely not doing anything. Sure. Um Yeah. 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 And so, and then that, with that, you guys, I mean, you're, I presume you're like, you're not obviously writing music, hanging out with anybody. Like, um, like I see, I see a, a couple of the dudes from time to time. I see sure. Dan, uh, Dan and I went to junior high together. So I'm going to, I see him from time to time. Right. I, I live with our tour manager uh, or, you know, so it's a real incestuous relationship. Our tour manager named our band growing up in like junior high or whatever. And he's one of my best buddies, uh, and a friend of the band. So, you know, we still encounter each other. Uh, I was at a bachelor party the other day and saw Brandon at the river. Right. Yeah. I was at the river. It was intense guys. <laughs> I've never, I've never been before for people listening. The river is Lake Havasu. Right. And it's an experience, but that's a whole nother, yeah. that's probably a whole nother podcast. Why do they call it a river? Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Man. I, who knows? Yeah. That's the river, dude. I thought we were going to a river. I shut up. It was a lake. Right. Lied to. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to turn around and go home. <laughs> yeah, I was pissed. Six-hour drive. I expected. There's a whole like the river is like a thing. It's a culture. It is. Yeah. It what is. are you doing this week? Going to the fucking river. It is. You know, you, I got my sea dues. It could yeah. go. It can go right or it can go wrong. It really just depends on how you want. It. Like, if you guys go there, you could have a good time. If you went there with the wrong dudes, it oh, would be yeah. a disaster for or you. Or if you ran into the wrong dudes that are there that don't want you to be there, that's when it goes. Did you have a good time? Oh yeah, I had a good time, man. Yeah. I had a good time. I've yeah. only been there once, but it and it was fun. But I was right, like, you're a river fan. I was like 11. I did one of those things where they strap you onto the back of a boat with one of those big like totally, inner tube things. Totally illegal now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this, I I felt incredibly unsafe on it. Thought I was gonna break my neck, but yeah, it's good stuff. I was 11. Yeah, that's, you know? that's when shit was fun. Right. That's <laughs> Not, when no kids don't get up. Pre 9 11, right? <laughs> God, Son of a too, bitch. Too soon, right? Never. 9 11 joke. A homophobic reference. The F word. I didn't hear a homophobic reference. I, I did. On there was that. That was probably. I know. God, <laughs> it, makes, it makes my whole my retard comment just look innocent. <laughs> hey, you brought it up again. I know. Way like, to go. The what? sensors are spiking. <laughs> boop, boop. We should get a. We should get a. Uh, uh, a bleeper. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can just edit that. Ray your mail. So that'd be good. That's Steve good. Jobs is going to kick us off iTunes. I know. Yeah. The explicit tag really means the explicit on we iTunes. Know. You're going to need one after this one. Yeah, we totally do. But yeah, so we're kind of we're all doing our own thing, you know. Uh, Brandon has uh, the, his Black Cloud Collective, which is his solo project thing. Uh, but wait, Black like Cloud Collective—that's the name of a band. It's a solo, project? yeah. I'm sorry, it's not a solo solo project. Okay. It's his. It's his. It's his. His group. <laughs> his his brain, vehicle. His brainchild. Got it. His brainchild, uh, and that's him doing his own thing. Uh, Travis has a band. Uh, Dan plays guitar and runs like a, a merchandising company. Uh, I'll, I'll be racist. Dan is, Dan is of Jewish descent and Dan is, <laughs> Dan funny. is using his, the skills and the trades and the things that he's learned in his life. And he's, he's, he's making money and hustling at it. So That's good. God bless him. He's, he's kicking ass. Should, should plug his company. Uh, yeah. Rock world merch. There we go. I always found, cause there's that rock bar in Vegas, right? Yeah. No, no relation. I know, but I did. Wasn't there a, like the logo always looked familiar. Dan had a t-shirt. A, a company called Rock Rock Clothing, That's and then cool. he's—I think he sold that and transitioned into doing the merchandising for go. for different companies, companies, bands, anything. You know, got it, does got he it. like printing or it's like store printing? He's a, he's a a broker for printers. I'm looking at his. Yeah, he's got some. I'm looking at his website right he's now. He's got some big clients. Yeah, Cat Von D. 
Oh, nice. Jägermeister. Jaeger. Jaeger, bro. <laughs> so, tour? Damn. So he's doing that. I have a... And Cal Poly Pomona. Yeah. Nice. He does Cal Poly Pomona. <laughs> Didn't even know. That's funny. So, so they, and then, and then they'll you, do that. Mark, well, I don't want to forget about my boy, Mark. Don't want to forget. Mark does, uh, Mark takes pictures and travels. He, he does a bunch of art and I'm sure that he has websites. If you follow, he's on Twitter at McNightmare and I'm sure you can find him. Sure he has websites and things like that. And sure. he's, he does awesome, crazy visual photography with the camera and the, the photoshops and the layers, mm-hmm. uh, things I don't understand, but looks really cool. Uh, and then I, I mess around in like a little side project with Brandon Petty from Bleeding Through that we're just, we're just kind of like, it's called I Am War. It's very, very informal. And we're just trying to write songs and put out a record. And tour 365 days a year. Right? Uh, we're going to tour probably negative 365 <laughs> days a year. That would be home, right? Yeah. It would be a, a super studio project with a small chance of shows every now and then. But, sure. You know, I, I've been on the road for a decade. Um, I got married. A few years ago, um, I started getting really serious into into working out and physical fitness. Uh, I'm like a licensed personal trainer. I just opened my own gym, so I'm just busy with my clients. I have a couple dudes that are amateur fighters, so I get busy training with those dudes sure. and then training my normal people. So it, it, it's a fun, uh, it's a fun different life. And uh, sure, like the, the transition. What I always find interesting is the people's ability to transition into you know, a quote unquote normal life, even though, you know, you're not doing yeah. normal things. Like, you know, most people would be like, it's weird. Yeah. It's I, weird to an extent because it went from like, you don't, I don't, I did not cook for myself really. Cause I was always right. How do, how do I cook for myself on a you bus? Had like your, a microwave. You had your writer of 37 yeah. apples, my seared, uh, ahi tuna, you know, <laughs> prepared a certain way. You know, sure. Like a tray. You live like we, we live pretty low and easy on the totem pole. We're not, that big of a pain in the ass. So it took its toll, you know, and, uh, we just kind of beat ourselves up for 10 years and it came to a point where, you know, not to pull any punches. I was disappointed in in our last two records, especially lead sales. I'm, I will take full blame for it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, bands a dynamic and everybody pushes to get their points across. And if one person doesn't push anymore, like I stopped pushing on lead sales, then their voice is lost. And, and my voice got, got lost. And I just kind of went along with it with the, with the producer and, and how everything went. And it's a, it's a cool record. I just don't feel like it's our record. And, uh, interesting. So like listening to it, you feel like you don't, I don't, I, don't, I won't listen to it at all. Sure. Well, but people- if I were, if I were to hear it, I, I, I'm proud that I was involved in it, mm-hmm. but it sounds like us just trying to, to show you what we could do rather than who we are. Got it. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think that's how you, you definitely feel like it's like another band. Like it's, it's like us, like trying to like do all these flashy moves and things. That's like, that's not really us. Like I can <laughs> sing a little bit. I, I don't really like it. I probably I, I shouldn't, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> sure. Uh, that's Brandon's role. And, and I like it that way. And we, you know, you experiment and you try things and it wasn't the right, it wasn't, wasn't right for us. And then, you know, death grip came around. Sorry. I just have, was that like on your guys's choice to try to go that way? Or was that more like the label? Like you should No, I'll, I'll be honest. A lot of bands will try to full on, like, like it was a label. It was the label. And what was weird about Hollywood was they said that they wanted to keep us the way we were. But then when we got in there and we started writing and doing things, it was like, why isn't this a single? Why isn't this a single? And it's like, well, let us write some songs and, and we'll write you your singles. And it was like, I just don't hear a single here. I don't hear a single there. 
And that's never how Atreyu has worked. You know, I just feel like I overpronounced the name. That's never how Atreyu's worked. And uh, <laughs> it became a mess. And it became like, you know, people calling me to tell me what to title the song. And like, after we've already decided what to title one of the singles. And it's like, we never put this much into it in the olden days. And it worked at a more successful level. So like, it kind of feels like we're overthinking things and it didn't, it didn't feel like the most natural progression. No, it didn't. It felt like to me as close to selling out as, as I could be, you know? Sure. And then, you know, we go to do, um, my death grip on yesterday and we kind of hype it. Like it's going to be, uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to throw my band or myself or say bad things. I like the records, you know, but I like our, our older stuff better. I, I'm a fan of more aggressive music. I like punk and I like hardcore and I like metal. I can listen to other things. It's just not for me. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, so we got, we just got away from our original sound and death grip was like, Oh, we're going to go back to it. We're going to be metal. And we went back to it and it was, wasn't a half-assed attempt. I felt like we genuinely tried and that's genuinely what, like based on what certain dudes in my band listened to, mm-hmm. that's what we, they were capable of writing. I, I don't write music. So I can't pick music. I don't write the music. <laughs> I can't pick up a guitar sure. and like play you a chord and, and put it into a song. Like it, it'd be bad. Right. But, and, and it was a great record and it's a cool, like it has a cool feel to it. And I also, I, and I also say, I think we work better without producers. Our first three records were done with producers, but Eric Rachel at Tracks East recorded us. That dude was so ready to get us out of there. He was like, he's expecting bands to be prepared, and it was our first record. We all slept in the same bed in the same hotel room. Like, we were little kids. I feel sorry for that dude. Right. So, Eric Rachel, I'm sorry. Um, he did, like, God forbid. He's done all these records. Like, Eric, yeah. I'm sorry. He's not. There's no way he's listening to this, but if he is, sure. once again, apologies. Um he didn't really produce us. He was just like, God, these fucking kids, like, just play the song. He was an engineer. Yeah, right. your, your bass player doesn't even know this song. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? <laughs> um, which was a direct comment at the time. Sure. So then we had the, uh, why am I drawing the blank? Whatever, Suicide Notes. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was, that was when we did with him. And then we did The Curse. And The Curse was with Garth. And I, I shit you not. I tracked the first like couple lines of Bleeding Mascara, the first song on the record. It was the first song we recorded. Mm-hmm. And Garth, I hear him in the talkback going to Brandon going, is that how his voice is supposed to sound? <laughs> so we, you can kind of tell how much that guy produced us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, right. he was like, oh, whatever, man. Like, is, is, yeah. that, is that cool? Like, oh. that's what, like he wasn't like a diss. He's like, that's, that's what you want, right? Like that's how it's supposed to sound? Like, okay, cool. We'll, we'll do that. <laughs> So we'll do that for 12 more songs. Yeah, that was the curse. So that was the curse. <laughs> and then after that, we went to work with Feldman and Feldman, you know, we sat down and we had these skeletons and demos of songs. And then we sat down with, you know, we already had them written electrically. And then we sat down with acoustic guitars and like deconstructed them and brought them back together. And we went along with the process because it was cool and different. And you're on a major label now and you've got to step it up. And blah, 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 blah. Right. So it was our decision to, to go that route and to try those things. And, that, not necessarily happy with the results. I think a lot of people will blame others and like me, me, me. But it was like, it was my fault is a hundred percent my fault. I should have voiced my opinions more. Sure. And I should have not stood up for myself because I wasn't bullied into anything. You know what I mean? But I should have voiced my opinion more and got what I wanted for certain things, you know? Sure. And, and I did it. And that's yeah. the way it goes, you know? Well, and that's, I mean that through that you're able to gain a appropriate perspective. Absolutely. So then when we got to work on Death Grip, it gave me a little bit more 
I tried to get involved. But when you have this producer, I mean, he's at the end. He's the guy there doing it. And then maybe if you have a band member or two who is always around in the studio, their voice gets heard a little bit more on things. Like, I personally don't want to go sit in a studio for five months straight for 12 hours a day every day. Like, that's not, <laughs> that so that's, fun, that's yeah. not who I am. That's never been who I am. Sure. Um, I'm about the freedom of expression and the joy that I get through creating and, and doing that and not sitting there and trying to beat a thing into perfection, beat something into something it's not. Yeah. So the, um, the other thing that I noticed about, or I mean that I like directly experience with you as both like taken in a tray, you started to play together is everyone. Or when I say everyone, like collectively the scene hated a tray, like a lot. You guys were definitely the black sheep. Thank you for voicing that. No problem. Because a lot of other bands try to say like, I mean, maybe really. no, 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 we no. were fucking hated. Right. Like, I mean, as much as like Taken was on the outside, you guys were fucking way out. Yeah, like, we were disliked. <laughs> right. You guys were on the outside. People hated us. Right. I, there was shit on message, the message boards back in the day. Back Like Orange County had a huge message board scene, for those of you who didn't know. It was you just huge. put like X, message board X, basically. We put it that way. Yeah. And like, I was a rapist. I was a racist. Really? I was everything under the sun on that yeah. thing. I never posted on there, but I would like, someone would email me something and I'd go look at it. And as a kid, because I was a fucking kid at the time, I was 16 or 17, I'll say. Yeah, 16 or 17. That bums you out. But for me, it like thickened my skin sure. and it helped me get the perspective. If I, if I don't respect you, then I don't care what you think of me because you're no different than anybody else. The masses, like I, sure. how do I know you're not the worst person in the world? Right. Because often the people who are voicing these horrible opinions and screaming the loudest they're more often unhappy with something else that's going on, whether it's in their own personal lives or their own failures and shortcomings. What almost hazard to say that maybe people who write songs about my band and things like that are, are covering up for um, their failures and falling shorts in lives and them wishing that they could trade where they were because they feel like they've worked so much harder to get where maybe the person is that they're mocking. Sure. When in reality, they probably couldn't fucking hack it because I've given up a lot and I paid, I paid my fucking dues in full and I walk away from it fully knowing that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I like that feeling. Sure, sure. I like knowing that I can come back whenever. And if we want to make a record, then, then we will. And, and if we don't want to, if it doesn't feel right, then we won't. Right. And we won't waste anybody more time, you know, and fuck off like that. It was a total crazy Right. No, 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 no. But the, the, when do you feel, I mean, because you were obviously fighting an uphill battle from just like the local perspective, when do you feel that you got like the first, I guess, level of validation where it was like, not even so much like from the local scene, but just like, hey, like not, I mean, whether it was like signing to victory or whether it was like, you know, you sold this many records or whatever, where was the part where you felt like, cool. I will be a hundred percent truthful and more okay. truthful than I think I've ever been in anything. Cause I have, I feel like I have less and less to lose these days. Sure. Um, <laughs> When James Hart apologized to me for a fight that was started by his friends at a Taken show, uh, at our first big show with you guys and Botch and all that, we played that okay. show and some of our friends got in a fight with those dudes. Mm -hmm. And it, it got ugly and I ran over. I, all I did was try to do the right thing and stop my friends from fighting those dudes and I got a bad rep. And that's when the, all the hatred for Atreyu started and the message board and all that stuff. When later that dude came and apologized to me before Hellfest and said, like, I'm not like that anymore. That was stupid of me and all that. That to me showed me, <clears throat> one, he had to accept us. And two, he was a cool dude. And James is a very fucking cool guy. I like James mm -hmm. a lot. You know, uh, I get along with him. Sure. Uh, but it was a, it was a crazy experience because I thought we were going to fight. Right. Because he came up to me and he was like, hey, okay, I talked to you outside or something. And I was like, oh man, we're going to scrap right now. <laughs> and uh, so for me, that was like, 
Because those dudes ran it here. Sure. If James and, and Chappetti said you were cool, if 18 Visions liked you back then, or yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, all the kids that looked up to them because everybody here emulated what they did. Sure. You know, well, it's not pull punches. It's just call it what it was. You know, kids mm-hmm. idol worshipped them, jock them, tight jeans, dye in the hair. Everybody sure. jocked that. Everyone, my hat's off to 18 Visions. You know right. what I mean? Like people jock that and everyone turned their back like they don't care, but right. a lot of people. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people. Well, that's, that's cool. That's that, that was the moment where it was like, Hey, that's what it was like kind of we... like, I was like, at least accepted by our peers more where sure. it's like, man, I don't feel like that, every time I go to a show, I got to look around. Well, that, right. and that's like a human moment too, that actually like, you know, means something as opposed to like, oh, yeah. yeah, we sold X amount of records, which is cool. But like, yeah, dude, I can, I can throw out dumb sales things that we've done, but they're dumb. I mean, Avenged Sevenfold like farts more records than, <laughs> than my best day ever. <laughs> like no, no shit. The worst day that they'll have on like their, Okay. I guarantee you that whatever their first full length on a major label is, is selling more right now than my latest release <laughs> on a major label. And my hat's off to them and I congratulate them for their success. I just, so it's like, it, it's all, it's all relative to your life. I'm still very happy about my accomplishments. It doesn't right. take it away, but it's like, those things are so mundane because you can always just look and be like, well, fuck Sting sold more than ever, all of us <laughs> and, and Phil Collins. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's more of those real yeah. moments to me that I take away from being in a band. Like I have a friendship. You know, I don't see James. I rarely ever talk to him now. But he was if brilliant. I were to see him somewhere now, like I'll attack your mic. That's fine. We're, we're friends. We're cool. We're, we're friendly. You know, we've done several tours after that where we were friends. And it was a great experience. So for me, that, that was more rewarding than like trying to sell this or that or what yeah. you did first week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. However, I will say playing with Iron Maiden in Mexico in front of 50,000 people and having them heckle us and throw stuff at us was probably like, dude, until you've done something like that, you haven't lived. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can't imagine that went over that well. Uh, let me give you the lineup. <laughs> Opening the show, morbid angel <laughs> followed by the reunion shows for carcass. Then a tray you <laughs> then morbid angel. Wait, Morbid oh, not Morbid Angel. Morbid Angel played twice. Yeah. Kids were, kids were stoked. <laughs> um, and then Iron Maiden. So, wow. So you were uh, direct support Iron Maiden. Nice. nice. Yeah. I mean, and I, from what I hear, there's bands that have got it a lot worse than what we got. But when we, when we showed up, the first day was in Monterey, and there was like 30,000 people in the soccer stadium. And they just threw shit at us. Mark got his head cut open. It's dark, too. You can't see what's coming at you. So it was really intense. And it was a really like, not like, oh, shit moment. But the first couple moments was like was a real oh shit moment, sure. and then we just kept playing. It's like we're not going to get off stage. Like my band's never never left the stage for any reason, and we're, we're not going to do it now. Right. So we finished the set, and the next day we kind of came out with a like a game plan, like <laughs> fuck you. And I know a little bit of Espanol, and I let loose a little here and there, and you just have fun with them. All I did was thank them for being the most gracious, wonderful crowd. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful people. I loved them. I did call one girl fat and ugly. But, <laughs> Mexico City, I love you so much. Beautiful, you're beautiful. They're throwing stuff and they right. hate you. And like, what's rough is when fifty thousand people, like, well, there's fifty thousand people there. Even if ten thousand people like you, they're not heard. And then twenty thousand people are indifferent, and the rest hate you. That's still like you know yeah. twenty thirty thousand people. Like you know my math's bad. Sure, that are screaming they hate you. So yeah, maiden, 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 maiden. <laughs> Haunts me. Haunts my dreams. Yeah. Well, but, I, I hope at some point you'll be able to get over that. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> probably not. But it was cool. I mean, we walked off stage, and I want to say uh, Steve Harris, maybe, or some of their Iron Maiden techs, and then they, they kind of applauded us. Bruce Dickinson wasn't there. I don't remember who was there because I was like, I well, was extremely Well, he probably flew pumped. in like immediately. He right? airdropped himself. Right. 
Uh, Eddie Eddie took him to the yeah, show. And they kind of were giving us some of these, like, well played, you know? Sure. You just have to go out there and roll with it. Not yeah. everyone's going to like you in this case. I think every band of that stature knows that. It's like, hey, whoever we put on, it, like, this is it's trial like by the, fire. There's the story, like, you know, any band that tours a Slayer, like, oh. unless you're a Hatebreed, which I think it took, like, two or three tours to, with Slayer to even get accepted. Like, Ironically enough, we've been offered... We've been offered a, a Slayer tour or two uh, back in the day, and we've we've always graciously declined. Slayer would hate us. Like sure. I, I'm pretty sure actually Slayer does not like our music, and uh, <laughs> so why would I go on tour with that? Yeah, like, I'm not going to subject myself to. I, dude, hats off to Slayer for what they've done to metal. I I don't think that your fans, not all of your fans, like a Trey. We, right, we might not be the the right fit. Right, right. Because we would be considered like pussy, pussy, faggot shit. Of course. <laughs> I don't know why I had to go to fill in some of ways to do that. No, that's fine. Well, because that's... It's a little... Death rattle shit. (laughs) (laughs) When was it... um, When did you find it most difficult uh, to manage, like, the expectations in the band? Because like you were saying, where it was like, when you're surrounded by, like, yes people who are like, yeah, what you guys are doing is the best shit ever. Like, when was it tough to be, like, to either back away from that and understand that maybe what you were doing wasn't the best shit ever, or... To be able to be like, hey guys, like maybe we shouldn't have the seventh bus or whatever that you know, dude. You know, you learn by doing. Sure. I think we kind of learned by doing. We got up to one point where we did a Taste of Chaos tour that we weren't even headlining, and we had two buses for some reason. Sure. Because we needed two buses, and that's just a bad move. One for your dogs, right? Yeah, yeah. One for my dogs, but uh, that's never a good move for a band. I hear about there's one band in particular these days that I know of that's actually on an old label of ours that. That is, uh, that I think does the two bus thing and does the semi things and it's huge and it's selling way more than we've ever done and it's blowing up, blowing up bigger than anything. And my hat's off to them and good for them. Um, but dude, like two buses isn't the way to go. You should just keep that money because I'll be the one to tell you, like it can, don't blink. Right. Ironically enough. Because it can just it can come around and smack you so quick, and all of a sudden, like no nobody fucking cares. No one wants to be your friend for no fake fucking reason. You know what I mean? Like that's where I am, and I, I like it personally. I got tired of people being fake and trying to be my friend, and drunk people talking to me about bullshit I don't care about. <laughs> I drink. I drink now. I would never drink. Like I went through a huge drinking phase. I was sober on tour for years. I would not drink at all because I could not stand drunk people. So I just didn't want to be around. I just wasn't going to associate. Sure. Now I can actually have a beer or two in a relaxed environment when there's not raging drunk people around. <laughs> because even if it gets to that, I'll stop drinking. Like sure. I can't. It's uncomfortable because no one's in control of themselves at that point. And to me, I, I, I'm a control freak. I like to be in control and get sketchy. Yeah. So that, but that, that's when you found like the it was difficult to manage the expectations in the band because it was like that, that was kind of a distinct point where it was like, wait, what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. We're just kind of like, I mean, you know, when you're rolling, you're rolling around on two buses, I don't think you're thinking clearly. I, I, we're young too. Sure. I'm, I'm 29 now, but at that point I was probably 24. Right. So yeah, at 24, you tell someone they're going to have two buses and they're like, hot damn. (laughs) How about three? Yeah, you know. (laughs) Where do I sign up? Yeah, so you don't think that you're going to pay for it. I had a sneaking suspicion that nothing, I mean, nothing gold lasts. Sure. And it can't be great forever, but I didn't think that I would reach the point or we would reach the point where we're kind of like, oh, we should chill out so quick. Yeah, yeah. But then when it got there, it was definitely the right thing, and I I definitely wanted it. Sure. 
was the leading voice in the the brakes train. Right, right. But I, I think that truly we're all, I mean, I'm not trying to, to say I'm, I'm behind it or anything. I right. think we're all kind of ready to take a step back from that. Yeah. It just didn't, it didn't feel right. It didn't feel like we were doing, it feels like some of our records really meant something to some kids in a certain age group. Um, and it blows my mind how many like kids have tattooed there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and have reached out to us. And so, it hurts me to think that we would put out like another record that would let those, those people down that have faith in us. Sure. Like I, regardless of me, I can always go try again. I don't want to burn another person who's sacrificed that $15 for us. That's driven six hours to wait in the line, you know, to do that special thing. Cause you support our band. Like sure. we, I don't think I've been gracious enough. And, and I think that a way to, my only way to stop that is to, to kind of, not put out any more records that aren't true to our soul and not to be as passionate, to be as passionate about it as I once was. Sure. And I feel like that we, we all kind of lost that a little bit. Yeah. You'd be doing a disservice. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, this is most, no one's, I haven't done anything. No one's asked us about it. We haven't talked about sure. our band publicly or anything. So this is kind of all. Yeah. It's you know, coming out. This is all my, my side of it. Maybe sure. other people will feel differently, but yeah, it's just one perspective yeah. and a band. I that heard is... they're going to introduce the new singer next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bummed. I think it's you, right, Scott? Uh, maybe. Uh, <laughs> they got uh, Davey Havoc. <laughs> and sort of, uh, sort of to wrap things up on a, on a, a pop. Yeah, sorry, I talk a lot. No, you're fine. Uh, Have on, you met Ray you're before? Fine. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap things up, the um, I always like to capture sort of the most weird, surreal moment, like you know, similar to what you're saying as far as like you know, playing in front of Iron Maiden fans, except yeah. maybe on like a positive front where it's like you kind of step back you were able to like have perspective either in that moment or later on that night or whatever something that you were able to reflect upon that was like wow like like either we're fucking doing this or you know things are really happening or like you said like a human moment like yeah i think for me uh and it it's weird the things that make you or why i don't know why it hit but we the first time we played in australia um, we played in Brisbane at a, it was like in a Presbyterian church, but it was like a bigger Presbyterian church thing. And so it was like two stories and kids were upstairs like banging on the sides. Uh-huh. It was like the, the loudest, best energy of a show in years. And almost since that point for me and, uh, just something about it was like, wow, we're in, we're in Australia because we play music, we get to do this because we play music. And that's a very, a pretty fortunate situation to be in. Sure. And I, I don't know why all of a sudden it hit me, but it just right then at that moment, like I still remember how, how everything looks, you know, and the sound and everything. Yeah. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. That, that to me is real. I don't know why. I don't know why that sticks out. Sure. Just something, something about that. I think coming up how we did and a lot of people, saying that we would, we would not never do anything because everybody, everybody who's ever done anything has had someone who told them that they can't do it. Right. We all think we're unique, but we're all, we're all <laughs> going from different parts of the same story. Um, you know, I completely lost my point. That's okay. <laughs> um, you were saying because you went through adversity. Yeah. I think because you, you have to go through that bit of adversity. I got to appreciate and have perspective on our accomplishments and not be a total dick and be kind of grounded and, reasonable i mean i could be you know like you said but be a total dick you not, can be not, a dick not a total dick <laughs> you're not a hundred percent there. not a hundred percent dick 
That was a, uh, yeah. That was honestly one of the things that really bothered me and towards the end of why I knew I needed to, to have a break was because, like, I couldn't interact with fans. Like, I feel I don't even like to say fans. The kids who supported our band, I couldn't interact with them in that way anymore because there was, like, not not idol worship, but the way that, that kids would interact with us sometimes. You weren't, was, I'm sure you weren't real. just wasn't the most natural. It just mm. never seemed natural to me. It was never how I would have interacted with, like, Chuck from Hot Water Music if I ran up to him and talked to him, you know? And so it was just all I would I get taken aback sometimes by people's things and I don't think I was always the most gracious. So so for me that that was I you know, to finish in a positive or not positive way, you know. Yeah. I'm sorry to anybody that I was a dick to <laughs> but you probably scared me. It wasn't a good idea to jump on me from behind and bear hug me. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that in a dark alley yeah. in Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A- after my wife was uh, crying on the phone because a family member died or something, you caught me at a bad time. <laughs> right. If you've ever caught me at a bad time, I'm sorry. Yes, exactly. So, yeah, is there anything you'd like to uh, plug for yourself as far as, like, you know, your gym? Um, I run a, I run a small uh, personal training uh, gym out of Costa Mesa. It's called Hellenic Fitness. You can look it up at HellenicFitness.com. Uh, we do... Uh, like Muay Thai and Thai boxing, as well as uh, like group workouts similar to, but not CrossFit, um, legal reasons. Sure. And uh, yeah, that's it. You know, if you want to work out and have a good time, it's a good place to go with your friends. Uh, I do the I Am War thing. We have a MySpace somewhere that I set up and haven't been back to because um, <laughs> I can't figure out Facebook. Shit's <laughs> sure. hard. It's and hard. you can figure out new MySpace? Uh, it was fairly easy to put up, actually. The the Facebook was terrible. They want your phone number. Can I get my phone number? Yeah. Well, thank you, Alex. Thanks for having me, guys. It was fun. 